Let me bang you. I do let you bang. Let me bang you, Jesus. I let you bang. I let you bang. Greetings, Mary's and Virgins. Go for Jesus. No forget Jesus, people. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? All right. Hey, everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got a great show today. I'm here with Bill Dawes. The man, the myth, the legend, as well as Ty Emery, uh, who went viral. Uh, it's very hard to go viral these days. Uh, she figured out how to do it uh, in the greatest way possible. As well as we uh, we have Gina Marie coming in too, who is a uh, a trans fighter who uh, who fights men, uh, and she's very very funny and hilarious. So I, I bring you the most interesting people that I know uh, that I could possibly get a hold of. First, we'll talk to Ty because Ty. Uh, I believe it was your debut, right? Yeah, debut for BKFC anyway. Yes. Now, I knew Ty. She came to a comedy show, Dirty at 12.30 in Vegas. She was living in oh, Vegas. Boy, that show. She was gorgeous. Gorgeous girl. <laughs> gorgeous girl and very sweet. I mean, just the nicest. Like, one of the people you meet, you're like, man, she makes you feel like uh, very warm and that you can possibly bang her if you were single. Uh, she just actually gives off that, like, just like, but then you're like, no, she's way too hot. Anyway, so then I looked at her picture. She's ripped. She's, she's shredded. So then she moves to Thailand. Uh, I believe you're from Australia, right? Yeah, originally from Australia. Yeah, moves to Thailand. I don't see her for years, but I see her on the internet because she's ripped and she's showing off her butt and this and that. Then all of a sudden, it was like, girl flashes BKFC debut. I'm like, huh. That's interesting. And it's you. It, it's you. And uh, talk to me. What, what What's going on? How did all this happen? Well, I think viral things like that. Like, obviously, everything was just all in the moment. I like to really, I really enjoy, like, saying things or doing things just to see how far I can push, like, any circumstances. So I, I did throw it out there to Nick Chapman. He's like, what are you going to do if you win? I said, I'm going to flash my tits just like I do in, in any other circumstance. How else am I going to celebrate? And I threw that out there just to see how he would react. And I thought, okay, if it's bad, you know, obviously I'm going to cross it off because I really need a job. I'm, we're a fucking broke fighter. Um, but he kind of thought, he was like, oh, that'd be, that'd be crazy. And I was like, I am crazy. So once I kind of got that as an all clear, and then mention something to Kendra Lust because she's one of my main sponsors. Once, once you kind of get the clear that hey, you you will represent as long as you're representing yourself, then you're you are good to go. And once I kind of got those clears, then I didn't think that I would and didn't wouldn't not think that I would. But honestly, like first round knockout, everything just went so beautifully. I couldn't help it just. Literally every day inspiring as I walk down, I'll just pull, pretend to pull one up and just walk around. And this is just Wednesday at Tiger, you know, like just Wednesday sparring and I'm just like, bah! so I think honestly, just from always doing that, it just happened automatically, just getting up cheering. And I, and I was like, fuck it. Ah! And just like went with it. And I thought, we'll just, we'll just deal with that later. Like, let's well, deal with how that there's a lot of a lot of things we gotta uncover here. First of all, your sponsor is Kendra Lust, who is like yeah. one of the biggest porn stars in the world, one of the hottest. Uh, so of course she's. What is she gonna say? No. Uh, yeah, and, she said she said for me to sit and think about it because we all have like our own agendas, and she was just super positive in in letting me know that whatever I come to terms with and want to do that she will support it. And for just for me to think about my reasons why. And I think that's like, what more can you ask for? Well, you're, by the way, your, your hands look great. I mean, your tits look great too, but your hands look, looked amazing. Uh, Thank I mean, you. 
but, but I don't I think, think I would have gotten away with it. I don't think you'd get away with a titty flash if it was just like, you know, by decision win or something that didn't look good. Yeah. But I feel that the sheer fact that I came out and just had a ama- like amazing technique for, you know, my first BKFC fight, I feel because everything was so balanced, that's how you can get away with fucking doing something like that is because it was already like, yo. Yeah. yeah. So no. wait, at- never been done before in the end female sports i remember the girl took her shirt off for a sports bar in soccer but no girls ever flashed after winning in female sports no ever. i mean not in like a, a major organization uh you know this is where everyone's I mean, scared everyone's scared of losing their jobs like everyone's scared of that and i think when you take away like the money part, side of it like for one, I was fighting in Thailand, so all the people in BKFC America, like I fought for eight hundred American dollars. This bitch wasn't about money. This was about making sure that BKFC, because they had signed me for four fights, that one, hey, I didn't come to fucking play around. Like I came to fight. Um, and I think something changes you when you're sitting in the jungle, sleeping on the concrete, like f- mattress on the floor in a Muay Thai gym in Thailand. I think when a lot of things are taken away from me and I'm eating one cup of egg and rice, like, of course I came to say fuck you to everyone. And I feel that I did it in the best way, like being like, I'm wild and free and this isn't about money. And it didn't matter about like what anyone was going to say or do. It was more about that for me. But, I mean, you've definitely upped the game. Like the next girl in Thailand is gonna whip, whip out her dick. Uh, so I paid to see that. Uh, just, just, just so you know. Uh, now you, um, you were living on the floor in the gym. Limping. I was living. So when the actually the last, um, when I had my first interview with you, I was living in a in a gym in the like in the jungle of Thailand, like on the outskirts of Rawai, um, and I was sleeping on a like a mattress that had holes and like divots, but I was sleeping on a mattress on the concrete floor. Like there wasn't, there was no anything. There wasn't running water. I was using a bucket and ladle to shower. I was eating one cup of, uh, one cup of rice and egg a day. And then I was fighting at the stadiums just to get a little bit of money. What do you mean fighting at the stadiums? What do you mean fighting at the stadiums? I was doing the stadium circuit. So that's where I started doing all of my pro Muay Thai fights was out of the, they call it like the stadium circuit. So I was at Bangalore Stadium um, where you're fighting for like 50 bucks. But are you fighting in the actual, in an event or like in like the parking lot? Like, uh, like where are you fighting? Uh, Bangalore Stadium is, is an actual stadium uh, in the Patong area of Phuket. So it's just a, like a, just a traditional Muay Thai run of the mill, yeah, stadium place. So how do you Wait, only get fifty bucks? There's a whole thing. You know, <laughs> chick fighting, right? I'm fighting chicks. Yes, I was fighting chicks. Yeah. No, I mean they have like chicken fighting, like roosters fighting each other, like when the yeah. men are, when the people are fighting. Yeah, a little similar to that, but Bangla is a little bit of an upgrade. So they would probably do that in the car park out the back. Oh my God! No, I mean, cause your life, your life on Instagram does not, uh, like, cause it looks like you're you're always like in the front of a sunset, and you're always like, and you're showing. I am. Your I always find the beauty in any situation. But I guess for me, if someone wanted to take photos of me and post me in those times, I would have posted them. But I think the last thing I was I'm ever thinking over the last few years was, you know, people want to really see that you're living out of a car or people really want to see you struggling. Nobody gives a shit. Work harder, train harder. Yeah. Talk about when you make it. But you're you're <laughs> true. We all know it. That's the truth. Everyone's got a sad story. Everyone's sacrificing things. I could have quit at any time and gone back to being an electrician or thermographer at any moment. So I think like, I was an electrician and a thermographer. And so I think, you know, this is, I think for everyone, this is about something else and it's about, you know, it's always about something else. That's why we do it. What's a thermographer? Uh, it's thermal electrician. So it's an infrared camera. Electricity is frequency. Frequency is vibration. Vibration is heat. So I can see faults. I can see where things need to be maintained. Um, it allows you to see electricity, so to say. Wow. That, I got now, are your parents, do they watch the fight? Uh, I'm come from a broken home, so I'm sure maybe they watched it. <laughs> 
I didn't have parents really from the age of like eight on. So that's stay in school and love your parents if you have them or else you'll end up like me. Wait, hold up. <laughs> you're like a Marvel villain. You're like a Marvel superhero. Uh, who's yeah. what, what, <laughs> why did you leave your house at eight? Uh, well, they weren't doing a good job, were they? So see you later. But like you, who, but where did you live at eight years old? Um, I was still living in the house. We just had no parents there for a few years. And then that's when I got picked up by the system and moved into two different family homes through high school. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. I was, man, I, I like, like an X-rated Disney, Disney princess story, you know, where <laughs> I like envy and also feel for your boyfriend. If you have one, because I don't have a boyfriend. I've been very single for a long time. And I think there's a lot of reasons we can easily see <laughs> as to the reasons why I probably will stay single for a while. <laughs> but you're so nice. Cause you were with that Russian girl. It was not Thank nice. You, Yana. Yeah, and yeah. she was, she hated me. I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" Why she's like, did you say that? But she's nice to me now on, on, on Instagram. But at the time, she was like, <laughs> "You're in my seat," or something. I don't know what would happen, but I remember like you were just beyond nice. And like, I think Thank you came because you. you came to the show the night before. She, she thought I was just some fucking weird guy. Um, now <laughs> that I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Now you said your OnlyFans has been off the chain since then. Yeah. It's completely blown up. It's the thank you for everyone that's helped me to go viral. Like this is honestly, this is just like the craziest princess Disney story ever made. I want to hear more about that. I want to hear more about like actual how it went viral. Like, first of all, did you throw your shirt into the audience? Does someone own your shirt now or how's it? No, no one has my shirt. I just... Because I, I went up oh, on the flat. and I pulled one out at the same time, just like. And yeah, then, not only that, but Bill also. Then I just, I'm lucky that it flicked back in because when I jumped so back onto one the floor, titty. I was like, it was like one is titty. Titty back in? Yeah, but Bill, one titty flash. But, but Bill, also, Bill also. Bill also. Yeah, they need to correct that breast. But Bill also, there wasn't, it wasn't a great angle because it wasn't like a front shot. So it was, okay. a, it was a side shot. And she's also super ripped. She's got like an eight pack. And she's got a fake tit, right? So it it looked great because it was like f- fake tit. <laughs> yeah, it was a perfect angle for a, a titty shot, to be honest, because it was like super flat stomach, yeah. big fucking big. You know, it wasn't like a big floppy. You know, you know, titty like that you see it. You know, it it wasn't an IHOP titty. You know, it was a fucking. You know, yeah, you're not expecting like a nice brown full titty after being punched <laughs> in the titties for so long, dude. And not only that, she didn't take a punch in the face. Like the fight was over in 20 seconds. She went over and just fucking murked this girl. It was like she was hitting a, a, a heavy bag. You know, like basically it was like a she threw like a 20 yeah. fucking punch combo, like landed every single punch and then did like a lap and then grabbed up and showed her titty. But people in Thailand aren't expecting that, you know, which is crazy because, you know, they have like, you know, shows where they show ping pong into vaginas over there. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, they pull razor blades out of their vagina over here, and all of a sudden, people are like, <gasps> "Yeah, she showed her nipple," you know. Um, and okay, one funny sort of fact is: so transgenders, as long as they have their dick still, are allowed to flash their fake titty, but women are still not allowed to even breastfeed. So if you've still got your dick and you're a tranny, like go for gold. You don't have the same laws. Well, well, luckily, in fifteen minutes, we'll be able to answer that question. Uh, now, um, now, when you when you jump, now your OnlyFans, though, like, so are you rich now? Am I rich now? I don't think anyone can say that you're out of the clear with just one month. I think we want want to have to see whether it's a trend and whether it stays. I do feel that it's going to stay quite solid through my BKFC career. I can't see it going backwards too far um but yeah definitely life has changed but for anyone who really understands money one a one-off paycheck at you know 40k 50k isn't isn't going to keep you rich for forever so things but need to be invested crazy i mean you show one t- sure. fifty thousand dollars later now how many crazy requests are you getting from people I am still trying to go through all of the DMs because I, you know, that's what I felt like people were are paying for is that actual interaction. 
but it just keeps rocking up. I, like every day I've now reached 700 inboxes. Uh, so I got to get back to you on those because I just, yeah. Holy moly. Is it like, sorry, everyone on OnlyFans. I fucking am getting, doing my best to get back to everyone. But that's like a full-time job. People are like, Hey, I, I want you to yell my name while putting your finger in your vagina, like stuff like that. Right. <laughs> like, you're yeah, gonna- for sure. I'm sure I haven't had that one yet though. Oh, well, well I'm going to write that one later. Um, so, but, <laughs> but yeah. Thank you. Seven, 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 two, six, five. No, no, I do not. That's not me. <laughs> me and my wife share bank accounts. Uh, and I do not want anyone seeing that. Uh, but so that's crazy though. So, I mean, now, have, yeah. what's, now what's the backlash? Have you gotten any backlash from it? Okay, so the backlash, I did just get a call from Nick Chapman today because he's just come back from David Feldman at BKFC. And now before the shows, they will be sitting all the fighters down to let them know that no one is allowed to flash their boob. That ties in a lot of trouble um, from men and women. They will be asking for everyone to not display their nipples um, and that pretty much most either half to or more than half of our paycheck will be deducted um, if someone is to go ahead and do it. Wait, men can't flash their nipples, but they're already topless. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I was told that they will say to all fighters uh, that, Ty, hey, Ty's done this, and this is what we're going to do from here, everyone. We're going to keep our shirts down. And we're going to all be good boys and girls as we punch each other in the face in this beautiful blood sport called bare knuckle. But all right, continue. so Phil, Phil, you you, uh, you you dropped out for a second. So now they have to have a meeting with all the fighters saying they can't flash their tits before, <laughs> like for men and women. So, so can a man flash one of his balls? I don't know. I don't know how that would go down. He could get some good sponsors out of that though. <laughs> <laughs> Something, right? Someone's got to go and try to I mean, but you think about it. You think about like Woodstock back in the day, like like 50 years later, you could punch each other in the face with your bare knuckle, but you can't flash your tit. Like, don't you think as a society we're going in the wrong direction? Like as far as like, like hey, you're allowed to uh, bare knuckle fight, but you can't show a nipple. That's too much. So what would you, your next, your next knockout, you got to do something. What would it be? Hell, just to be honest, if someone's going to tell me that, you know, we're now being fined, like I said, this wasn't for money. Take my motherfucking paycheck. If I, if it can stir enough shit and annoy that many people, that's right up my alley. That's like that's like William Wallace with blue fucking paint. That's what I should do. Paint really? my nipples blue and white, just like William Wallace, and just be like, um, freedom! <laughs> can you squirt on the crowd? That'd be kind of cool if you could. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, what about whoa. the ping pong ball trick? <laughs> yeah, like that would be amazing. All of a sudden, it's like, like when Ty fights, like umbrellas go up. Like, hey, maybe they'll enjoy that more. It'll feel a bit more like home. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> that's so now, but as far as backlash from other fighters, have you got any from other fighters telling you, like, this is your disgrace or blah, blah? <laughs> No. And if, if they are, I'm just not going to reply or open that DM. I don't need that negativity in my life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So now you're one. Everyone, of- like, everyone's been supportive, bro. Everyone's been so supportive. Um, even a lot of the women, like super, like everyone's just been like, wow, you really stood for something. And I think that's yeah. cool. Now there was a fighter that said that you were at the gym with him and it was like his first day of jujitsu. I think he's in the UFC now. And you were like, "Hey, pussy! This is how you do it." And, and you and you taught the guy how to do jujitsu. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? This definitely sounds like me. Uh, let me see. Uh, let me I see wish that. I was the guy. That sounds hot. Let me see the hey, me, pussy. It, it was something that like how like you and like Rowdy Beck and, and who uh, Jesse Jess. You guys all have that same like uh, Australian like thing where you're just like. Uh, because, uh, hold on, let me see. It was the one where, there were, I, I made the joke about Daniel Cormier has been flashing his, his like, boobs for years. And then somebody wrote, uh, uh, he goes, here we go. Oh, shit, my dog. Uh, uh, some guy named War the Destroyer, Warren Thompson, <gasps> who's, a, who's a heavyweight. He said, yeah, I... he said, he, I remember her helping, uh, I remember us helping her with grappling. 
Um, and she said, hey, mate, is my VJJ showing? Or, or, oh, what, yes. Wait, what happened? <laughs> so that's at Majiro's gym. So we were just like a little small knock-up um, where they got the name, I think, like out of Japan or wherever Majiro's gym is originally from. Um, and we were out of Atlanta, Georgia. So we had, um, yeah, Warren Thompson, a couple of Glory Boys, uh, Clint Hester, and a couple of like UFC guys. And yeah, the, uh, we were grappling and we were up in the, up in the cage. And because they are, they're like heavyweights and I'm rolling with them. And I think either someone's elbow or something got caught in my leotards. And I was like, Oi, did you see my vagina? And they lost it. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I was like, what's wrong with these guys? Like, what was so funny? And they're like, vagina. I was like, no. <laughs> When you say it in the accent, it t- sounds totally different, but I don't hear that. Uh, so that's what Warren's on about. And he could grapple for shit, but he's a fucking really good striker. So it's also good to see that he's in BKFC now. Him and his redneck ways. Um, that's my brother. That's Those guys beat me up. Like, I mean, they literally said, if you can make it to Thursday, you're allowed to stay in the gym. And then every single one of them just destroyed my soul. And I rocked back up every single day until Thursday. And they were like, you are either one crazy son of a bitch or one dumb son of a bitch or one tough son of a bitch. And they went, but you're a son of a bitch that belongs here, uh, you know? So I love these guys. I love, I love all the Majira boys. They were like good times. I feel like you're all three. Um, now, the thing is, why, uh, are you gra- why are you rolling with heavyweights? Oh, well, mostly it was just for a little bit of fun because they would stay on their, like he would stay on his back, but it was mostly just to show them like, and when you're watching people and you you literally see, wow, they've got no skill and you know that you can have more technique than someone. Um, of course my ego came into play. So mostly that was just an ego driven thing for me to want to smash a heavyweight. I'm wow. going to be honest. <laughs> did you, did you smash any heavyweights or no? Were you submitting that? Only technically. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. That's right. Of course. She's like, no, she didn't. I was like, they just let me have top position. Come on, guys. They waited yeah, for the triangle. Oh, what? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Damn. Bill, Bill, isn't she a handful, this girl? Oh, I love it. I want to roll jujitsu with her. Are you kidding me? Put that in your OnlyFans as a wish, as a wish item. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so now what's the so what's the the plan now so you're still living in thailand you you got fifty thousand dollars richer so which is great i mean you're yeah. living in a one bedroom on the ocean or what's is that what yeah one watching? bedroom on soy Thaied, which is um the fight street same as like tiger muay thai and where all of the gyms are, are along um so for me, what I plan on doing is continuing, obviously, my OnlyFans and making sure that that thing grows, um, going live way more often. Um, continuing on, I plan to fight on the next uh, Thailand card, so whether that be on the Sanchai card in December, which I think would be awesome um, to represent Thailand again and for BKFC. And then it means that in the new year, come, I've got the four fight deal still with the BKFC in America, and that'll be the focus. Um, so yeah, I'm really lu- I'm really lucky. I think living in Thailand and having these fights was just the perfect introduction. Um, especially have a look at the girls in America. These girls don't play around, and they've all had four to five bare knuckle fights. That's a lot of experience for this game. Um, there's so many things that you you know you start to unlock. Like after a bit, I realized I was like, man, my hands are like bullets but I only have 20 bullets while you know in a Muay Thai fight or where you've got gloves I've never even felt that my hands would start to like break down or or anything like that you know so always so much to learn got it and then you're single no men yeah no man uh single yeah, 700 men in your inbox come on Adam. I know but I, and then inbox. and then one day do we want to have kids a family yeah, sure. Maybe one day. I'm an alpha. I've got good genetics. <laughs> hey, Adam, both you and I make pretty good babies. You know, we should set our pictures just in you know, case. Right, yeah. I would, this girl would fucking ruin me. I'd, I'd be I'd be homeless at a fucking gym after a week with her. Are you, are you kidding me? I, would, I wouldn't know what the fuck. This is the kind of chick that would, like, bang you, call you an Uber, tell you to leave, and it's like your place. You know, like, <laughs> she's, she's not far. and then she'll write you a poem the next day just to 
I, I want just really mess with you. right up my alley. Yeah, dude. Are you? Oh my god. <laughs> just, so a is for asshole. That's what I think of you, Adam. D Thank is you. for dickhead. <laughs> I, I am. That's the most beautiful thing anyone's ever said. Uh, so, listen. So, Ty, where can people find you? Where can they subscribe to your OnlyFans? Where can they find you on Twitter, Instagram? I'm pretty sure you can just throw me into the Google at the moment and there'll be about yeah. 20 pages of anything that you can find on Ty Emery. I'm waiting for to see. I was on this dating site that, you know, someone's like logged me into going, Ty Emery's, who is she dating? So I'm excited to see that become more updated with just people's bullshit. Um, outside of Pete the Davidson, only- you know, Pete Davidson's going to be looking for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn, be hilarious! Thank you. I think well, well, we'll keep up. The, keep up the great work. I'm I'm super proud of you. I, I think you're thank doing you, great. mate. Uh, uh, don't don't go into porn. Um, so and, uh, <laughs> well, thank you. I'm gonna stick to some fighting and just okay. modeling. Yeah, that's pretty good for now. Keep up the great work, Ty. You're the best. Take care. Thank you. Can't wait to be over and see a show. So I'm gonna crash the door if I don't get free tickets, bro. Let me know. Let me know. What's up, people? Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one source for all football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football odds, news, and game matchups, including this year's opening week games. Bet Online is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free contests, and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, that was Ty Emery. Oh, man. Uh, I like her. She's a, she's a cool chick. She seems fun. She seems like she'd be a fun person to hang out with. Oh, yeah, I know. But then, like, I feel like you'd hang out with her and then... You'd, but then, like, you would see her date other guys, and you, you, I would get like a jealous. Uh, oh. <laughs> you know, like you'd be like, like she, you, she would, she would friend zone you in a heartbeat. I feel like, yeah, you know, that's a chick. That, okay with it? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, she'd be very cool to hang out with. She's fucking crazy, dude. Like that chick is a uh, man. Australians. She left home at eight. Is that what she said? Eight years old, and in, in like the system. Living on now, living on floors. Sometimes I think I, I, I wonder if I'm like. So makes me wonder if I'm like being too good to my my kid. Uh, I want my kid to be a badass. Like maybe you know. Dude, there's something to that. Every story of all these winners is like these people who had like really. I'm just reading the Viola Davis autobiography, and her life was miserable. And that bitch has won like three Oscars and two Emmys and all sorts. Yeah, of but shit. every story of every person in jail too is also has that same story. So, you know, so you got to decide which one. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, it's been a crazy. So you were at the fights last week. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw Nick Diaz came to your comedy show. Nick Diaz came to my comedy show. It was very funny. It was Nick, Gilbert Melendez, Jake Shields, and uh, and a few of the other guys from that crew. Were you looking over to see if they were laughing? I like to do that. Sometimes I like when I have... Well, it was funny because I was like, I knew where they were. They were kind of in the back and to the left. Um, and I heard them laughing, but I was like, I'm just going to do some straight up jujitsu jokes, which yeah. I never do. Uh, and I don't know what they were doing, but I was talking about like, uh, I was talking about like how, how ju- like fighters are better in bed. You want good sex? Fuck, have sex with those fighters. They're the best in bed. Um, just know that if you ever get on tap, on tap, they're going to hip escape. <laughs> or just something like that. And then, and I said something too. I was like, you know what? Because it was talking about sex. I was like, I never think about sex during jujitsu, but I think about uh, jujitsu during sex all the time. That's hilarious and weird. Which is true. Uh, like, uh, you, got me, you got me in closed guard, bitch? Really? And so I kind of do an act out of like breaking our guard. And I'm hearing like some laughs from them, but I'm like, I'm only doing this jokes for you, motherfuckers. You better be laughing really hard. Yeah but, a lot, like, yeah, but a lot of times you got to do what you do. You're like, don't don't pander. You know, what I'm I, I made that mistake so many times. Like, they just want to see you do your thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. But it was, so I didn't pander that much, but I did like some jujitsu jokes and uh, uh, so 
our next fighter we have on the show. This is a good, a great because I love this show. Uh, we have I became familiar with this fighter. I was on World Star Hip Hop, uh, just you know scouting along World Star. I was bored one day, like, yeah, you know, and there was a it said transgender female fights male, and I'm like, huh? Uh-huh. And then and then I I looked at it. I watched the fight. And I'm like, this is a competitive fight, like. Like, because the headline was kind of misleading. Like, this girl Jita was beating the shit out of this guy, and then yeah. then he came. Then he came back. He came back, and uh, he stopped her on on the, on the feet. But she had the heel hook like four different times, and you could tell she knew what she was doing. It wasn't yeah. a situation where it was like a you know a fish out of water. Like this girl yeah. was going for stuff left and right. Just kind of got caught with a couple big shots. And I'm like, wow, this this girl, like, and the fact that she's fighting men, I, I was like kind of blown away, you know? Uh yeah. So I posted it on the thing and I I, I go, hey, you know, you know, uh transgender girl fights male m- man, uh she had balls, right? And the thing <laughs> fucking blew up. I actually texted you, I go, Bill, I go, Bill, I know, should I do it? And I was like, I'm the wrong person to ask. Because yeah, 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 you're like, you're like, do it, do it, do it. Two million hits. And I'm like, holy shit. Then the guy that was in the video starts posting, and then Jita hits me up, and she's like, "You better not take that down, motherfucker. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, like, fucking cancel culture could suck my dick." She, and I'm like, "Dude, this is the coolest chick I, I've That's ever amazing. seen." Like, so I, I'm like, "I got to know more about this girl." So, Jita, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? We're, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, first of all, I watched your first fight, which was awesome. Um, Second Thank fight you. Didn't, didn't go your well, but it was a a competitive fight. What do you think you yeah. could have done different in the second fight? I think honestly, so I'm I'm gonna say I fight again October eighth, which is only four weeks away. I think what I was missing in the second fight that I I didn't um, that I did the first fight is that I wasn't as aggressive. I felt like I I should have I could have capitalized on so many different. Um, um, areas and I just wasn't as mean as I was in the first fight. The first fight, I wanted to prove a point. It was my first fight. Um, I knew that there was um, a lot of people that were going to be against me. So my biggest thing was like go back to my roots of how I was raised, being Puerto Rican Italian from Boston, and like go out there and fight this motherfucker. Like I'm going to kill him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the, my old ways. Um, the thing with Shane Mistretta is, uh, he was known for being a stand up artist and a, and a boxer. And so I wanted to at least showcase some of my striking because my base is, uh, is jujitsu and wrestling. Like I'm, I, I'm a great wrestler. And so I'm going to go back to those, to that old way. And I feel like, uh, I did throw, uh, Shane Mistretta twice. Um, and, if you notice in the beginning of the fight, I allowed him to get up. I should have stayed on top of him and beat his ass while I was on top of him. Because, I mean, strength-wise, we were pretty equal. I think he got me in the striking, and I think I, I, I bit off a little bit more than I could chew because he was taller and longer and somewhat uh, stronger in, in that area uh, when it came to striking. Um but I mean, every every dog has their day. Like honestly, I I I watched that video like fifty times, and I'm like, that's not what I look like in sparring class. Like I'm usually the one that's taking motherfuckers' heads off. So um, I felt like since he was taller, longer, and a little bit stronger in in the um, the striking, what I know from. 10 years or, or more of watching MMAs, if you can't get them in striking, you take their feet off. You, you, you give them the wrestling and then jujitsu. So, um, just be more of an asshole, uh, for my next fight. I, I think that's what I missed, uh, with Shane with, with the second fight, the fight that everyone's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The first fight you beat that guy's ass. I mean, it was, uh, that was a beatdown. That yeah, was... we became friends after that. He said that I caught him off guard. He was like, I didn't think you were going to come in that hot. And I was like, well, I mean, I had a lot to prove. And my mentality was just to fucking kill him. <laughs> Did you mean come in that hot or come in looking hot? Uh, <laughs> that's no, that's another thing. Like, I want, like, in the future, I want my opponents to just 
forget about what I look like on a normal basis. Like when I'm in there, my I have braids in my hair. I'm sweaty. I'm pissed the fuck off. Like, don't treat me like a princess. Treat me like, hey, this is someone that's trying to fuck me up, break my yep. ankle, arm bar me, punch me in the face. Like my first opponent rocked two black eyes for like a month. Yeah. Like, that, I, that wasn't, was- I wasn't being nice to him at all. Right. Yeah. Now, now, so you were uh, obviously, so you were born with, I don't, I'm probably going to fuck up the, the, the lingo a hundred times during this podcast. I apologize in advance. Um, uh-huh. But you were born with male body parts and you lived as uh-huh. a man till you were how old? Uh, I started my transition when I was like 20. I didn't even know this shit was possible until I met another trans person. And I was like, no, honey, I saw Jerry Springer. That's that's all makeup and hair. Like, I have yeah, that's, this bullshit. And then she told me, she was like, no, there's like scientists and doctors that actually fucking figured out how to do this shit. And so she sent me to the right people in Boston. And that's how it all started. But yeah, I was born male in 1988. And I, I grew up as male, like a hardcore asshole uh outside of uh city outside of boston very uh, puerto rican puerto rican italian like rough neck you were getting in fights weren't you you were troublemaker yeah, weren't yeah, you? yeah yeah I'm, I'm more of a bully beater so if i ever got into a fight it was usually because i was defending someone um or my family um but i was i was raised really gutta gutta hood ghetto in the streets like new york boston mentality and so um my situation, it was like I hit a fork in the road when I was in my early 20s. And I was like, I always loved boxing. Like, I grew up with uh, Tito Trinidad and, and Cotto. And my, my family was big on, on the box, Puerto Rican boxers uh, scene. And I was really great at wrestling. And I'm like, of both sides of my family, I'm like the scrappiest person. Like, I... Like I've been taking out dudes since I was a like really really young. Like I've always been really strong and into mixed martial arts and watching uh, Jackie Chan and Jet Li and Chun Li and like all that fucking. I I watched Chuck Norris all the time. Like I grew up like every other fighter. Um, the only difference was that my looking in the mirror didn't make sense. There was shit in my head that wasn't making sense so that's why i ended up doing the transition and i asked myself one time like should i do the transition and then become a fighter or should i become a badass fighter and then transition later and i was like nah fuck that like i'm just gonna fix who i i how i feel like and 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 what i look like and then in the future when i'm ready to do it and like walking into my first dojo or my first MMA class was like 2013. Um, I just figured the world is getting more and more gay anyways. So I'm like, at some point in the next 10 years, people are not going to give a fuck. And then, I mean, now I'm here. I'm on my third fight in less than a year. No, so you're doing, uh, you're doing great. Now, did you wrestle in high school on the wrestling team? Yes. So I was, I, I was in the 119 category and, um, my mom has proof of it. She has like, I was like on two or three different news articles because I was the kind of person like I would argue with my coach and um, he'd be, I would argue with my coach and be like, I'm just going to pin him. And that's it. That, those are the points. I'm not going to fucking wrestle. If if he can't get me past the first round, I'm not wrestling six minutes. Like, fuck you. And he was like, I, I remember his name was Coach Nisiforo. He was like really small, but really strong. And he always said, eat a piece of fruit when you go home. And I'm going home to a Puerto Rican Italian mom. Like, bro, I'm not going to make weight tomorrow. I'm sorry. So um, I wrestled 119 and then I quit because I sent some motherfucker to the hospital. I did like an illegal throw and his neck twisted and he started like flapping like a fish on the ground. Oh. The sticky legs. The uh, yeah, and the ambulance came and and took him out. And then like the whole two hour ride home on the bus, the coach was just talking mad shit to me. So I just never went back. And then I discovered um, MMA through Gina Carano. Um, I I watched her. I had just got out of work and I was eating on my bed, and I I was flipping through the channels, and lo and behold, there's two bitches. Uh, sorry. Two, li- two no, women. No, you can say two bitches. Right? <laughs> yeah, please say two bitches. in the cage. And I was like, 
what the fuck is this? And like, it just excited me. And then I started following her and then Cyborg came out of nowhere. And I was like, you know what? She kind of looks more like me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll just stick to Cyborg. So I follow Cyborg for the past like uh, 15 years and whatever. And then like, obviously Bellator, PFL. Um, I, it's become such a, a a part of my life and lifestyle. Yeah. Like I literally watch MMA and boxing every day. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, like, I what I want people to know when it comes to this podcast is like I didn't just wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm gonna be a trans and a fighter. Like I've been fighting all my life. I've always been a scrappy person. Um, I just so happen to be cute and <laughs> and, and and transgender. Like that's I'm just mixing the two because this world has gotten to a place where I can actually do it and, and yeah. be successful at it. And my biggest thing is just doing it the right way. And I know that there's going to be so many fucking people talking about what's right and what's wrong, but majority rules when it comes to many things like uh, voting or, or anything, like usually the bigger group wins. So I know, and I've always known that like 99.9% of the human population sees it the way we do, where if you're born male, you're going to compete male. And I've always said it, it doesn't matter whether it's fucking hopscotch or tic-tac-toe, I would much prefer to go against the boys. Like, I mean, why not? Whether I win or lose, which I have two fights. The first one, I did amazing. I, I showcased so many different disciplines. Although my cardio wasn't there, I still fought the entire nine minutes and I showed different styles. Um, I lost via TKO and I think I really needed that loss because I didn't want to just uh, get another win and be too, too high in the skies. Like, well, it's also amateur and like amateur fights, yeah. you're supposed to learn about, you know, I mean, losses when you pro, as a pro, you learn a lot too, but kind of get these out of the way, these learning experiences before you go pro. Mm-hmm. Um, now, a lot of people didn't like the fact that, you know, they, they thought that if you're born a man, even if you transition, you have a a big advantage over a female if you fight them. Um, mm-hmm. And Do you feel that way? I do. Honestly, like, I love women. I have, I have uh, three sisters. I have a mom and a stepmom. And like, even when I shake their hands, I'm like, oh my God, I can like break your bones. Like, like women are just soft to me. And like I've said in, in other podcasts, there are women in this world that are super strong and you can't take that away from them. Like Wonder Woman. And like, um, they're badasses that I've seen women whip guys asses. But what it comes down for me, it's the morals, the values, the ethics, how I was raised, just what, what feels right. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't see myself competing like that ever in anything like I'm very agile and I'm very athletic and like I I mean I don't know like if Cyborg wanted to duke it out I'd probably fucking have I'd need like a whole year to think about it like there are women out there that can go up against Ben but I mean it's a case-by-case basis yes but then again it's it's the feeling that I have inside like I wouldn't want to compete against females in any type of sport. are you being called out by females are, are females no, like hey never. no no never they stay in their lane now on the it's other lame. hand um some people are saying well because you you transition and you you know I, I don't know the exact science but they have more estrogen and and they took out some testosterone and yada yada are you now at a disadvantage against men no well here's the funny thing um, I started my transition or started taking pills, whatever, um, in 2010 In 2014, cause I was a, I, I, I'm a party girl. I, 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 I go out, I drink, I smoke cigarettes. I, I do all the shit that you're not supposed to do, but that's when I'm not training. Right. And so I ended up, I ended up getting a blood clot scare. And then I found out to the doctors that transitioning is not safe on the body at all it's like no different than like uh like peds and like putting other stuff that just doesn't belong in your body so because like over time it can harm your liver and your kidneys and all that stuff and so um i found out that blood clots are really 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 dangerous and i was like you know maybe i don't need it so at that point i had already changed my name i had already like transitioned in the way where i can like live a normal life 
and I wasn't getting, I never got clocks. Like, I don't know. I don't know how my voice changed. I'm thankful for that, for the grace of God. But uh, I was living a life where it was just, uh, I was just Gita Marie. That's it. Like I hadn't, I didn't have to explain shit. And I was living alone in Florida. So I stopped taking my hormones. And so for the past six or seven years, I've just not been on hormones at all. I just got my breast done like three months ago, but that's about it. Like I have no other operations, no, no facial surgery, no nothing. So I still um, have the normal testosterone, just not as high. Got it. Like the last time I checked my levels, it was just, it was like 200 T's below the normal average male or something like that. But I'm still very strong. I'm still very athletic and so stuff you like started, that. So, so you kind of went halfway through the treatment. You didn't go all the way? Is what you no, me. yeah, I, I stopped. Okay. I stopped because I didn't want to die over a fucking No, homie. I mean, look, that's that's 100%. <laughs> blood clots? I'm crazy? You have to be yeah. super careful with that. Like, my, my, my dad had blood clots. He was in the hospital for, he almost died. He, he has to take thinners all the time, blood thinners. Like yeah, they have me on aspirin every day. So, so do you think uh, you're, will you fully transition if you stop fighting? Hell no. no. I think that's the dumbest shit ever. I was blessed. <laughs> I I pissed off a lot of women and men. <laughs> now, are there enough fighters to have, no league, have like a trans league, like a trans victor or something like where you have, uh, because I just feel like that would solve everything. If there was like a, just a trans people fighting trans people. Wouldn't that yeah, I I know what you mean. Like I've I've been told so many times. Like, wouldn't the guy even if he like fought you be uh, like um, uh, uh, in the lose lose? And I'm like, no, because look at Shane Mistretta. He took in fucking ran with it. He's the one that made us this popular. Yes, hundred percent. But at the same time, like a lot of people are like, that dude beat up a woman. He shouldn't feel good. Yada yada yada. And then a lot of people. I mean, <laughs> it is well, a little bit like. I- uh, you know what was funny is that he posted the TikTok, right? Yeah. And he just had a funny caption on it. And his TikTok is already at like 5 million views or whatever. And like thousands of hate comments on like both of us. And so what I thought was funny is that he wasn't specific. There was nothing about transgender. So to a lot of people, it looked like he fought a woman. Yeah. yeah because right. if you see the beginning of the photos, it's us doing the face off. And I don't look like a dude. It looks like a fucking badass brunette about to fight some guy. So there was thousands of comments where people like thought he was actually fighting a female. So you had those people saying, oh, that's what she gets for stepping up against a guy. And then they're like, well, he should have never took the fight. And then like 5% of people actually know the real story who are like, no, wait, that's Gita Marie. She's a trans <laughs> person and she's fighting men and she has a whole background story. And that's where recently that's when i don't know who the fuck did it but they posted it on world star where you guys saw it and then that blew up and then you posted it and then now i'm here no on a platform honestly like i'm happy we're like friends now i I consider you a friend like i honestly consider you a friend and like you have a great sense of humor i respect the hell out of you um but uh, you're connected to the entire MMA community. Like, this is fucking, like, the most important podcast I've ever done. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's all good. Now, uh, that being said, do you get to choose the vagina you want? Like, do they have, like, a list of vagina? Like, when, like, when you go for the doctor, are they like, hey. You I, listen, I'm keeping my dick. Sorry. <laughs> She's got a great dick. She told us she oh, has a great dick. I already dick. said it. <laughs> I mean, hey, oh. next time you win your fight, you got to flash your dick. I mean, come on. We next time you get a good knockout, you got to flash your dick. Oh No, I just got my boobs on. I'll probably flash my tits like Ty did. Yeah, we had Ty on earlier, by the way. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love her. Dude, she's been following me, and she comments on all of my shit. Like, she's a sweetheart. And, like, one of my dreams is to go to Thailand and train, and she's that's where she's at. Yeah, no, she's a, she's a really cool girl. She said that her only her OnlyFans blew up, like, Made like fifty thousand dollars after that, like bang, just because people were. Are you like, doing OnlyFans now? Do I mean, I, I, have, I have one, but I had to like deactivate it because I might be on a TV show soon. Oh shit! Oh no! Nice. Yeah, so I don't like. I'm really, really close. I, so this is the first time in over t- twenty years that a casting directors actually 
like notice me. Oh, awesome. I'm like, I'm a few steps away from being casted. And one of the things they told me like two days ago was like, hey, so we're kind of iffy about this OnlyFans thing. I was like, fuck, like you actually have to subscribe to it. It's not like I'm giving it out for free. Right, so yeah. um, I I might have to cancel, uh, like, like take it put down. Put it on pause. Put it on pause at yeah. least. I have to put it on pause because I, I really, I don't want to take away from being on a television show. And like, it's like a really cool uh, opportunity. I think it's, it's something that I, I need to do. I've gotten yeah. like, like, they made me get vaccinated for it. Like it's, I've gotten that far. I, I just had a psych eval yesterday. So I'm like, yes, I have an OnlyFans, but I might have to cancel it. I mean, just to get on what show. Hollywood wants. Hollywood wants hot women who are badasses and who are also trans. You, you fit everything that they want. And you're also Latina. Puerto Rican, baby. You're everything. You're everything that Hollywood wants right now. Yeah. You know what I was telling people at work yesterday? I was like, I'm like, Rambo and Cardi B in one body. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. What do you do for work? I'm a cook. Oh, no. Actually, you can cook. Um, yeah. Now, uh, how did your parents react to the whole um, trans thing? It took my dad three years, but after he realized that I was like the hottest bitch in the family. And the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we we reunited one time at a at a quinceanera, and he came up to me and he was like, he was like, you remind me of your mom when she was that age. I'm like, Dad, shut up! And he was like, fifty dollar make a holla, and he was like making jokes to like sell me to the streets and stuff like that. But we've been best friends oh ever God. since. It's been like seven or eight years since we've uh, re- reconnected, but he's my biggest fan. Like he's my that's my homie, my dad, and like. Coming from a Puerto Rican Italian family, like, you know, you just never know what you're going to get. Either they're going to really love you or they're going to kick your ass out at the age of 17. Like, you never know. But my family's amazing. I really have a great foundation. And that's why I'm able to, like, do stuff like this. And, like, Adam, first of all, I've been following you for so many years. Just to have you make fun of me, I was just like, oh, I made it. (laughs) I I tell people all the time, like, you're not famous until you're on South Park. So I'm like, I'm waiting for that opportunity to do. But um, yeah, yeah. my my siblings all love me. Everyone thinks I'm a fucking cool, like, X-Men. Like, it's a a blessing. It's really a blessing. Um, And that's why, like, I want to share my story because every... Every other story is like boo hoo me. I was uh, I was abused. I I ran away. I I was I I don't have that background. I want to show that like I I I love I have I have a fucking beautiful story that I want to share. And I'm cool. I'm funny. I'm athletic. I can cook. There's so many different things that I can do. Like I feel like yeah. it's time for people to know more about me. Um, and like yeah, the my parents are my best friends. That's They're great. the reason why yeah. I could, one, one thing my mom always said was like, do whatever you want in life, just be a good person. And no matter what you do in life, know that you can always come home and you'll always have a mother to love you and hold you and all that stuff. So yeah. I can't do any wrong in front of them. How much was the uh, surgery? My boobs? Yeah, the boobs and like the pills and stuff. And Oh, so the pills... Um, if you have good insurance, they can pay for that. Um, but it was like, uh, for the appointments, it's like, it, it wasn't super expensive. Like I have, I have bottles in, in the refrigerator that I haven't touched. Um, uh, the surgery for my boobs was $4,000. All my money, no sugar daddies, no nothing like that. <laughs> I paid for it myself. I was, it was a really proud moment. Um, but yeah, the the pills, I was on and off. Like, I'm really, I hate taking pills. The routine was annoying. I never wanted to do the shots. So if, I don't know. I'm just glad that I got this yeah. far in the transition that I didn't have to continue it. But uh, no more than like $200, I think. It's different oh, wow. in every state. I know in California, they fucking feed people like, like it's candy. Now, what do you like, think? Because like, I think that, look, man. Oh, I'm a man, but look, you know, whatever if you, you you could be whoever you want, and 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 obviously, if you're growing up and you look in the mirror and don't see yourself, and and you're old enough to make that decision, 
But as far as starting like like kids on this stuff, that's when it gets to be like because kids a lot of times kids want attention, and no. all of a sudden they're getting positive attention, negative attention. They want attention and they're confused. A lot of these mm-hmm. kids. So what do you think about starting kids on this kind of stuff? To be honest, I'm going to be really, really honest. Like the last five years, I was like, oh my God, all of a sudden you can just like pick whatever the fuck. I don't, I, I think I did it in a way that was, that made, I wouldn't say right, but it made more sense. I was 18. I was out of the house. I didn't have to do with um, hurting my parents' feelings. I, I had already graduated high school. I did all these things that ultimately, granted me the right to do it myself. I feel like parents doing it early with young children is like, they don't really fucking know what they want. Like we're like in our third, I'm 34 and there are times where I wake up and I'm like, like, what do I want in life? Like, I don't know. I think children should just like alcohol and getting your license and shit like that. There should be a certain age where you're, you're allowed to do that. Like, you can't, uh, a four-year-old coming up to me talking about sex and, and how they feel is just uncomfortable. And are you getting that? Are you getting, like, young kids reaching out to you on social media say, hey, I'm seven years old and I, no? No, wait. No. wait dude, you, honestly, Gita, you, I'm so happy that you have your shit together because you, you're going to be huge. By the way, they're gonna get you yeah. on. They're gonna get you on Fox News. You're, you're gonna be on Bill yeah. Maher. Like no, fuck like, them. The news sucks. Fuck all of them. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Once this show I'd comes out, shit, I'd rather be on shit like this, where people are like a raw and uncut, and they talk about like real life, and like they're they get down to the nitty gritty, and like you're realist, and like. Joe, Joe Rogan, like you guys talk about stuff that yeah, I like, got a Rogan. The, I feel like the news is like constantly fucking trying to sugarcoat shit, and they're not putting out the right stories that actually make sense. So fuck them all. But wait, I'd rather be you, on but wait, 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 but, but you're be prepared. Once Rogan gets a hold of you, oh my god. Oh the, yeah, the, tell me about it. The, 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 no, I'm going to Adam Hunter. Yes, thank you. Thank I have, you very I have much. a few questions, real quick. Number What's one, that? are you the only are you the only trans woman fighting men in any promotion right now? I think I'm the only trans person fighting competing against men, period, in the entire world. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Whoa, yeah. wait. I can't take away anything from the Thai bitches. Those they're the ones that started that. The 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 Muay Thai girls, they don't give a fuck. It'd be actually it'd be so cool if they can if someone can fly me to Thailand and I can like duke it out with another bitch out there. Like the president like, over there. Uh, huh? Now, now, as, as far as the locker room, do you do you shower in the men's or women's? No, I. You think I can go in looking like this to the men's locker room? Well, apparently you have a ten inch dick, according to you. So <laughs> you it'll turn into a glory hole so fast. <laughs> so you're in, so you're in the girls' locker room, but then you yes, have a, you have a I kid. Am. But and I'm, you know, this is the first time talking about it. Like, I just go in. I go in. There's a sauna at Crunch Fitness, and I fucking love saunas. So I go in, and I I'm not like in a swimsuit. I go in in my regular like uh, my leggings and my and my top, and I sit there and I play on my phone, and I only do it for like ten or fifteen minutes. But out of respect, I'm just like, okay, I think this is enough. I go in to pee and stuff like that, but I don't like hang out in the in the bathrooms because. I just still have that fear that like someone might be uncomfortable. And so I'm like, at the same time, I don't want to be ballsy. No pun intended. And walk into into the men's bathroom and they're like, "Uh, excuse me, ma'am. And I was like, I don't know. Like I've gotten to the point in my transition where I like, I can't go in looking like this to a men's bathroom. It's got to be hard. But then you go to the girls and there's a a huge cock. And the girl's like, why can't my husband have that? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. No, I don't do anything that will put me in that position. I go in and I come out like I I take a couple of selfies, but I, I do my best not to put myself in any any harm in that way. Because although women are very inspired by me and give me compliments on a daily basis, and they're always like talking about like how I am as a person, like at work, in public, at the gym, like 
when it comes to that, it's the fucking bathroom is an intimate place. Like that's somewhere yeah. where we don't yeah. want men. Like as as a female, as a trans person, I don't want men in there. Like that's where I'm like fucking picking my nose and like yeah. checking my genitalia you, and stuff like that. Are you attracted to men or women or both or how do you? What are you looking for? I only I'm only attracted to white men. That's it. <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> that is that that's hilarious it'd be funny if like that was the thing your, your yeah. like, dad was like all right i'm putting my foot down all right i'm a country loving latina I've, I've, i i have dreams of being uh on my little farm in the hills fucking Aww. yeah hunting and fishing and, and fucking i i'm just i'm a wild chick but i i come from a a city where it's like um you know that song with Alicia Keys? Like, everything's, like, gray and black in New York. Yeah. So, leaving and going to the country, seeing mountains, like, that's that's my jam. I love that shit. What, uh, what, what gym are you at in Florida? Ooh. <laughs> so, last fight, I was my own coach. And this fight, I, I hope no one fucking clocks me for this, but... Um, I've had issues with certain coaches and gyms not seeing eye to eye with my story. And so I'm sending it by myself. Come on. Come on. I'm a fighter. I don't give I a know, fuck. I know, I know. But like they Angela Hill, a- a- Angela Hill, who's ranked like fourth, watch your fight. And she said that girl would have won if she, with a little bit of technique, she would have won that fight. Yeah, but she's also never sparred with me. She's never trained with me. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But but it wasn't an wasn't an insult. I'm just. I I know it wasn't. Yeah, why are we going for those heel hooks? Quick, go for heel hooks. God damn it! No, no, she had it. But I'm just saying that. Don't you think I had the wrong leg? But don't you think like a a good? I mean, MMA masters. There's a transgender fighter there. No, we got four weeks. I got to do it myself. I can't can't get a your own training. No, you got to get a real team. Come on. It's not. I'm gonna win without a fucking coach. Ah, uh, out of all the things he said, disorder, Adam. Out of all the things he said, this is the one that I'm like, come on, like this is the you. You're such a what good fighter. You, you got so okay, much. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you the story. My first fight. Repeat yourself. Repeat what you said. How did I do on my first fight? Yeah, but that guy looked like he. The, the, the competition's gonna get better. The competition's gonna get better. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and, that's, uh, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, this is my amateur career. I technically shouldn't even have this much attention and clout. There's so many other uh, amateur fighters that have bigger and better records than I do. The only reason everyone's on my fucking dick is because I'm trans. <laughs> okay, fine. But you know what? A lot of hey, look, there's a lot of people in those kind of situations. Like I technically like th- there should be amateur fighters pissed off that I'm getting this much attention. But I mean, it is what it is. 2022. Like I, I have a story. I'm more interesting than them. All right. That's something that they're going to have to but fucking you realize swallow. to get to the top level. You will need a coach, right? Yes, but for right now, I I only have four weeks to figure this right. out. I'm All right, well, Gita, I don't have time to beat. You, you do your own thing, but I'm just saying. You, I watched your fights. You have a ton of potential. Uh, you you have great. You got power. You got skill. You got aggression. You could obviously pace yourself a little better, but you know. But uh-huh. I, but I, but I just think I, I think a good coach, good team around you. I, I I don't see why anybody, any team you walk into. Would be I'd be honored to train with you, you know. So yeah, you know. I agree. But there's been so much proof that there's UFC fighters and Bellator fighters that sometimes they don't meet eye to eye with certain coaches. And guess what? They go to the garage. They go to the fucking parking lot. They go back right. to the root of of doing it because at the end of the day, we are fighters. We're natural born fucking killers, and that's how I am. I, I there's not one coach in this world that can tell me that I need a coach. Yes, they're a great help. Having a routine and having a schedule and having someone that can really get down to like what's what what's going to make you a better fighter. Yes, I could understand that. We all need a sensei. We all need fucking splinter in our life. But when it comes to my situation, I have no time to sit down and do this with coaches. I need someone that's like, hey, Gita, I love you. I love your style. 
let's go Merc motherfuckers. And that's it. I need someone that's like, we're going to kill this opponent October 8th. That's it. Okay. I don't need no one to be like, oh, this is what you should and shouldn't do. And like fucking sugarcoat everything for me. I'm like, I need someone that's going to come with me and murder people. All right. Okay. Look, Gita knows best. Uh, I'm in. She's, she's contrarian. She's, you know? she's, she, she's her own person. Uh, yes. And I can't wait. So October 8th, where can we watch this fight? So the first fight was on pay-per-view. I don't know if he's going to work with that team again. So if they don't do the pay-per-view, then we'll just have to watch it when the people edit it, which usually takes a week. Who are you fighting? His name is Manny Pinto. It's going to be at 150. Um, he His record is 2-1. and one. I don't know how he lost, but I know that he won by rear naked choke both fights. Um, he has that Leo Mashida stance where it's like karate. Yeah. Uh, he looks, he doesn't look as fit as I do. He looks like one of those guys that's just like heavy set and like he's pretty fast. Like he's, he's probably going to be a lot harder to deal with than Shane Mistretta, which is awesome because I want the best competition. I don't want easy fights. I want someone that's going to fucking meet me in the middle and we break each other's faces. I love it. <laughs> where can people where can people find you? Where, where can they follow you? So you can find me on the real underscore man eater seven one nine on Instagram. <laughs> Gita the man eater on TikTok. My Facebook is for family only, so I try to keep that private. My OnlyFans, I'm not even gonna talk about that. <laughs> you, you wanna figure it out? Oh god damn it. You can Google it. Um uh Gita the Man Eater on YouTube. If if you just type G I T A and like Man Eater, it'll pop up. There's a lot of other videos besides this that I feel people should see because there there's certain topics that I get really, really deep into and it's another side to who I am as a person. Um this is not fake, not a publicity stunt. I've never done this for clout. I just I just Hey, look, Gita, you're way too hot for it to be fake. No one thinks that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I just, I don't know. I just, I need more people on my side. I've gotten like thousands and thousands of hate comments. And I, I mean, it doesn't bother me. It's, it makes me stronger. And I think it's funny. Like, here's another message to those fuckers. Come up with something new. I've heard every joke in the book. Like, yeah, I'm on your side. <laughs> At this point, I'm just like, you guys are boring. Like, Come up with something new. Like, I, I make me laugh for real. Like, make me feel offended for once because it's not working. <laughs> yeah, guys, everyone, Google Gita, see what pops up. Um, but listen, I, I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, thank you so much. I'm on your side. Keep up the great work. You ever need anything? You hit me up. I'm here for you. Thank you know, so Adam was so excited all week to do this podcast with you. I was. Awesome. I was every day. Yeah. Yes, I'm changing. I'm changing the narrative. I'm going to be my own trailblazer, and people like you are going to be the reason why it happens. So I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. I can't wait to see you uh, in the uh, octagon one day. Take care, Gita. All right. Thank you. All right. That was Gita the Manita. <laughs> cool. Cool girl. Yeah. Right. I mean, man. This the sport attracts some of the the most unique, insane, driven, funny, yeah. driven like, bananas. Lots, lots of adjectives. It, it is weird. Like she, she definitely the whole thing about not wanting a coach. It's a little like. Have you ever heard that before? Uh, I, I've heard it. I just, I just think. But you know, I mean, like to each their own. I, I, I would assume that you know, iron sharp sharpens iron, and uh, she would be better or with better people, especially in MMA, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, look, remember Rocky four when he, uh, when he was training for the Russian, he was, like, oh, he, yeah. was he had no sparring. <laughs> he basically just fucking chopped wood in the, so, uh, you know, in Siberia, in yeah. Siberia. Anyway, I, I have a, I'm, I'm late for my therapy appointment, uh, which, uh, out of everyone that we've talked to, I'm the one in therapy. So, uh, <laughs> But I hope you have a great week, Bill. You're the best. All right. Love you, bye.